0: and speak a word of prayer here. Grateful and thankful to join together. Grateful and thankful to partner up with that higher Holy Spirit self. Grateful and thankful to recognize that our holiness is intact. And this is the truth of everyone in our life. It is the truth of our clients, that they're already perfect. They're already complete. We are grateful to stand with them and to recognize this beautiful truth, not just for them, but for ourselves and everyone in our lives. We are grateful to open ourselves to a greater understanding of truth and an ever deepening faith. We are grateful to be in this holy relationship with spirit, with each other, with our life and we are grateful for the healing that it brings. In gratitude, we share the benefits of our healing with everyone because we're one with them. In gratitude, we let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Yeah. Yeah. So, everybody's got their cameras off. (laughs) Yeah, or you're on the phone. Well, I'll turn mine off too. Uh, So one of the things I I feel like it would be helpful to discuss is bios and the blurbs, the information that you put out about yourselves. Uh, I'm trying to remember now who I was speaking with about their bio. Oh, I remember. I was speaking with one of the counselors about what they had written about themselves on the website. And they were saying that they weren't getting um, referrals from my website. And so my intuition was that it was related to that. It was related to what they had posted about themselves. On the website, and and so I, I suggested that we look at it and we, we uh, look at some options of different things that could be said and why they might be said. and I, I feel this is really important because there are a few things that go on when someone's looking at information about you to decide whether or not they'd like to book a counseling session with you. So one of the things is they're just their gut feeling, and their gut feeling is going to come from, in part, the language that you use, the things that you say about yourself, and also the look of you. Um, Let's say that you have dyed your hair purple. For some people, that would be like, oh, that's my person. For somebody else, it would be like, that is not my person. (laughs) So because this is how we are, right? We take our history and our experience and we do judge a book by its cover. And the cover is our picture and the words that we choose to represent us always. That's that's the cover on our book. So I know for me, I'm constantly reviewing the words that I use to describe myself and the work that I do because many times I realize, oh, I can see, somebody will share with me some meaning that they made of something I said, and I think, oh, I would not have come to that conclusion based on those words or those pictures or that information. And so I I find it very helpful when people can tell me what their experiences are and uh, of what I put out, and they help me to realize that either I'm being clear, or I'm not being clear, or it's clear to me, but it's not clear to others. Uh, for me, I do find that I rely so heavily on my intuition that many times people will tell me things that, to me, it's like, yeah, that, that is really obvious, really, really obvious. I don't think we need to even bring it up or talk about it because it's so obvious. But to other people, not obvious at all. So I thought if some of you were interested, we could actually look at your bios if you would like and talk about them and see if we could support you in that. But since uh, we we only have two people who could turn on their video and uh, It's a little challenging to do that. So maybe we'll do that next time. Uh, Unless somebody on the phone would like to do it. Uh, So uh, if you're on the phone, you can unmute yourself with a star six. And then uh, if that's not what you'd like to talk about, what are the challenges? What are the things coming up for you? I love that idea, Jennifer, um, and I'm happy to take a look at mine. I was just getting my lunch together and didn't want to distract anybody. So now I can sit down and have the video on. Um, I can pull up your your bio. Would you like to look at the one uh, at my site or at your site? Um, at You know what, whatever one you think would be most helpful. We can look at the one on your site. Yeah, I think it's really up to you. You decide. Um, Yeah, let's look at the one on on the Jennifer Hadley site, I would like to. OK. I'm going to just pull yours up here. All right. So, um, so for years I tried to be the perfect spiritual student, and was an expert in the art of spiritual bypass. I was angry, loved to place blame, feared change, loved to be right, compared myself to others, hated myself, and was paycheck to paycheck. I began working with Jennifer Hadley in 2015. As I began using the tools she shared and receiving my own spiritual counseling through her certification program, my life completely transformed. I get to wake up each morning and do the work that I love and am living abundantly. My relationships with my family have transformed, and I am well on the road to loving myself. Do I occasionally stumble? Of course. And each time I do, I turn it around pretty quickly. If I get stuck, I reach out to my fellow spiritual counselors for a session. This is my ongoing conversation with spirit. And Colin spirit, I will show up and love whoever you put in front of me. You take care of the details. As a result, I've been blessed with connecting with amazing people. I've worked in the wellness field for over 30 years and am both a spiritual counselor and an intuitive reader. Believe me when I say that if I can transform my life, anyone can. It would be my honor to support you in any way that I can. In gratitude, Lori. So, do you remember what your intention was when you wrote it, Lori? When I wrote this, I was, um, my intention was to let people know that we're looking at the website that I was, I've was, i gone through it, I've reached the other side, and I would love to help support them in doing the same thing. So, um, yeah. And I, as, as you asked me, that what came into my head was I didn't want to set myself apart or make myself look special. And what I'm realizing as I just said that is, um, I also there's a fine line between being one of them and also being able to present myself as um, as good in my field, yeah, so I'm as you were reading that what I just settled into was um, maybe I like. I feel like in that when I wrote it, now that I'm looking at it and hearing it, I was trying to be one of them um, and not wanting to to like rock the boat like and that came up in my eulogy too, not taking not looking at the side of how many people I have helped and supported. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's normal. You know, when I do the intensive, one of the very first things I say at the intensive is, we're going to focus a majority of our time this week in clearing out the belief that you all have, who am I to help somebody else?'" You know, kind of like who? How dare I? Who do I think I am? That I'm still so messed up, and yet I think I can help somebody else. That I, I just never met a counselor who really didn't come with that. Um, fortunately, I don't meet too many people who are that arrogant who think they're they know it all. Um, but I, I think that's where everybody pretty much starts. I certainly certainly did. And um, so there's that uh, sense of what you're saying about not wanting to say I'm all that. Um, And and when you're starting out spiritual counseling, it's hard to claim, oh, I have all these skills and talents. You know, I have all this success. you're just starting out. But what I'll say this. I used to teach writing classes, and I used to run a writer's group that people published books out of and things like that. And um, so I can look at it from that perspective as well as, as the, the writer, and the editor. And so one thing I would say is putting that spiritual bypass right at the top. I think if you ask most people who would look at this, Most people will tell you they don't know what that means. Most of your potential clients would not be able to tell you what that means. I know every year in Masterful Living, uh, somebody will ask me to explain what that means. So I, I don't think I would lead off with something that more a lot of people don't understand what it means. You know, and one of the things here in terms of my supporting everyone, I, I feel it's good for people to write their own and see what works for them and, and then, but I would definitely come back to it on a very regular basis and see is it working, is it still working, tweak it, because, you know, we have no, we'll tweak it as often as you'd like. Happy to do that for you. Yeah, and I was thinking that I could just even get rid of that whole part and just start with for years I was angry, love to place blame, fear change, love to be right. Like I could just start right there and, set, and get rid of, because that meant something to me, and I didn't think in terms of what it might mean to other people reading it. Yeah, sure. And that's what we all do. That is exactly what we all do. I would recommend to you to start with, I've worked in the wellness field for over 30 years. I would start with, I have a lot of experience. Uh... And I would also say, I I think you could say, I've been counseling people for, you could say, when do you feel like you started counseling people? When does that feel authentic and true to you? What year? for the past 10 years. Mm -hmm. I've worked in the wellness field. Um, You could say for over 30 years, you could also say since 19-whatever. And you could say, and I've been counseling people since 2010. 2010. I was certified by Jennifer Hadley at you know, this point in time. And these are these are transcribed, so I'll have that too. I'm typing along on my Word doc as you're saying things, so um and and when I heard that i uh when you said that, I also thought, no, not twenty ten I feel better about saying twenty fifteen because that's really when I began working with you and doing it diligently, so I feel like the shift came around <clears> that, where I wasn't just giving advice right yep. um. I do think that if you or anyone else has a kind of specialty, like Araba message that she, she's interested in, in having us look at hers as well. Um, so I could say to Araba, given her, her background, uh, her medical background and her medical experiences, as a, a patient you know this is a, a winning combination you know i've had this many years experience practical experience blah blah blah, blah. and as, as a, a, a medical professional or however you would like to characterize it Arba, and as a uh, a patient struggling with illness um so you can say See if you feel like, and it's not necessary, I'm just saying these are options, but to say that you have a preference or you have a specialty, you have, um, uh, you particularly like to help people who have particular issues. So, for for instance, um, Vanessa is, um, uh, has submitted her workbooks for certification, and Catherine has submitted her certification, and um, so uh, Vanessa could certainly write about her work as a therapist, and and what she feels is her, a little bit maybe about her ideal client, same with Catherine. You know, Catherine is um, supporting in the 12-step groups, I believe, and so she could say something about that, that, you know, she's, she's been a participant in um, AA groups for this many years. She's been sober for this many years. She's been participating in Alana. Letting know, people know you have a practical expertise from your life experience. And and I, I see, Lori, that this is what you've done here. And But you can take it a step further to say something like um, I particularly like to help people with uh, who have these issues and you may look at your past clientele and realize oh these particular issues you have a lot of clients with these particular issues and you've been able to help them um, I, I don't actually kind of do that in my bio because I actually am discouraging people from booking sessions with me. I prefer to leave my, my, what, what time I do have open to people who are in Masterful Living, who already are familiar with me or people who are listening to the radio show, people who really are seeking me out. So I'm not looking to generate more counseling. I'd rather have less counseling just because of my schedule is so full already. Um, but if, if I were really looking to have more counseling, I would say something about, I particularly like to work with people who are, I, I might say, who are uh, experiencing suicidal thoughts, feeling helpless and hopeless, feeling uh, long-term depression, uh, and, uh, Relationship hopelessness, this kind of thing, because that's um, i I really like working with people who have those particular issues versus let's say people who have health issues I've worked with a lot of my early clients were people who had chronic illness and things like that, and i'm I'm happy to help those people I'm happy, but I would just narrow it down and um a lot of people who've been chronically depressed, um, they do feel helpless and hopeless, and, and I can really relate to that, whereas I've never had a chronic illness, so I, I, have, I can relate less to that. So that's why I would do that in my um, blurb or bio. I'm gonna suggest, do you have any thoughts or questions, Laurie? No, that was really, really helpful. Thank you. Yeah, um, so that's it. I think to to put more about uh, them in your blurb and bio, just see what difference it makes. And let's let's look at Arba here. And uh, let me see here. So, hey, Tammy's here. That's great. So we're looking at blurbs and bios. So if anybody would like to talk about theirs, we can do that. And, um, Barbara, are you ready? And if you're not, maybe somebody else is ready. I'm ready. Thank you. All right. So let's see here. I hope you all know that this site it it, um, it loads differently every time, so it um, it's never going to have the same order. So that uh, when people go back to it, you know, it, it sorts it, uh, you know, it sorts the order all the time. Okay. All right, Arba, I'm going to read yours. A miraculous life is not only possible, but available to everyone through the power of grace that lives in, around, and through us. I'm passionate about helping others prove this in their lives. It's been proven in mine. My life's disaster has become my greatest blessing. I know firsthand that worldly success will not provide you lasting peace, joy, security, or prosperity, essential qualities of a life worth living. In 2010, I went from being an academic physician researcher, wife and mother of two young children, to a permanently disabled chronic pain patient with mental illness. After years of failing surgery after surgery, depleting my finances and straining relationships, I became resigned to suffering. despair. Hopelessness and helplessness were my constant companions. I began exploring spirituality in 2015, believing I had nothing left to lose. Starting with the Bible and moving through other world wisdom traditions, I studied teachings and programs until planning A Course in Miracles. A Course in Miracles provided a framework for my life that made sense, intellectually and in my heart. It gave me a function, a purpose, one I could do even in a broken, sick body. Although I practiced the course, I didn't know how to move from doing to being until I discovered Living the Course of Miracles with Jennifer Hadley. Since fall 2017, I've been actively practicing the spiritual tools Jennifer teaches in finding freedom, masterful living, and the spiritual counseling training intensive retreat that create real transformation. Life is now an exciting and miraculous adventure. I understand the physical and emotional challenges of navigating illness, grief, parenting, and intimate relationships. My wide range of life experiences enables me to hold a compassionate, loving space for anyone with the desires and willingness to do the work of healing any aspect of their lives. If you're tired of struggling and feeling alone, please contact me at through extensive non-judgmental conversation and prayer, I will partner with you to explore any and all limiting beliefs and provide guidance and support as you implement the tools and practices that will call forth your miraculous life now. So, any thoughts, uh, Arva?
1: Yeah, That's way too long.
0: <laughs> you know... I would say it's not it's not too long and I I would do you remember when you wrote this?
1: Yeah I wrote it uh, last summer I had a version that I didn't love. I couldn't revise it. So then around June, I got um, inspiration from Spirit, and I completely revamped it, and this is what
0: turned out. Yeah. Well, like Lori's, yours is is a beautiful expression of yourself. Um, And if we look at it from a marketing perspective, I think we can look at it a bit differently. So – I'm just listening to my intuition here. So – one of the things you bring up here is mental illness. If you're going to bring it up, which I, I think is fine. If you'd like to bring it up, I think you have to resolve it. So like for me, sometimes I'll say there was a time in my life I wanted to kill myself. But that, that, it's resolved. I, I don't have that anymore. Um, and usually when I do bring up that I was suicidal, I will say you know, that I feel that I don't have that anymore. Or I'll say, usually I'll say something like, and that's why it's so important for me to talk about this. Because for so long I felt helpless and hopeless, and I do not feel that anymore. You'll hear me say that. And the only reason I say that, it's got nothing to do with me, but just letting people know that can be healed, and I'm a living testimony of it, and I would like to help you heal it as well, so you can be a living testimony of it. So, and also, when you say you have had mental illness, it brings up a lot of questions. Anybody else here? Can you share? Does it bring up anything for you? Do you start wondering what 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 kind of mental illness? What does that mean? What happened there? Does it bring up any questions for anybody else? For me, it does because I. <clears throat> had a mom who was mentally ill, so immediately it makes me just think of my mom, and um, my first thought, because it wasn't resolved, would be, maybe it's just like my mom, okay, um, and that might make me not contact you without knowing how you resolved it or a little bit more about that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, no. what was the diagnosis, um. um Well, I've had a
1: number of diagnoses. So, I've had lifelong depression. Um, and then on, I've had suicidal ideation and attempts. Um, and then also with my my back injury, I developed panic attacks. And so an anxiety disorder on top of that. So all those things.
0: And where do you feel you are now with each of those things?
1: I have resolved mm, about all of them. Definitely I, I have some residual anxiety, but nothing like It used to be um, suicidal ideation, not there, and the depression is really not there.
0: Good for you. So um, I would say that many people feel anxious sometimes. You're, and, um, uh, I just want to look up what they're saying these days in the dictionary about anxious. Because there's a a real difference between extreme uneasiness of mind or brooding fear about some contingent. And many people will say things like, I'm really anxious to go to that concert tonight. And, I, mm-hmm. and I'll say to them, you, what, what are you afraid of? And they're like, no, no, I'm not afraid. I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, okay, that, that's not anxiety. Um, they don't understand the word. Okay. So a lot i've heard heard many people say in my life using anxious that way, but they wouldn't use anxiety that way it's kind of bizarre um, it's just something to note uh, and i i I often have a you know mild hobbyist fascination with word usage um, and someone who has anxiety, the way you're talking about, is different than someone who feels actually anxious from time to time. Right?
1: Right. And for me it really was, it's it's like an element, it was an element of like post-traumatic stress syndrome because I would go places and then I wouldn't be able to move or walk or and I'd have to depend on strangers to help me. So it became kind of like a phobia and um, created
0: a lot of anxiety to leave my house. Right. Um, So I I work with many people who have real anxiety and it's a real factor in how they live their life Um, and the tools that we use in Masterful Living uh, really help them to dissolve that anxiety and to feel peaceful. Just as the tools we use in Mass Living help people to uh, heal depression and suicidal um, thoughts and tendencies. So we know that these tools work for people. And so it's not that you can't tell people, what you've been through, but it's, 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 um, I would recommend that you consider drafting it where You could even start with something like, let I mean, just play around with it, but you could start with something like, I love to work with or I love to support people who are going through difficult times feeling depressed, suicidal, and with extreme anxiety. These are things that I have expertise in through my own life experience and through working with clients since becoming a, a spiritual counselor. Mm-hmm. I, I think that any one of you can say that you became a spiritual counselor the, the day you went to the intensive if not before, because of something else you were doing. Because that that day you started counseling people, really. You, you know, and you're not certified yet, Arba, but you've been counseling people since then. I, I feel comfortable with that. Um, I... It, there, there is a, a a a line between too much information, not enough information. You, you you'd like to give people enough information that they're inspired to learn more, and not so much that they can find things they don't like. Um, Um, so some of uh, some of what you've written here about uh, it gave me a function, a purpose. What would be the benefit to them to know that?
1: Well, I think that for me it was that before really having something like the course, I, I did couldn't see how my life could be meaningful. So that was my realization. Um, what would it mean for somebody else? Um, I I think the only in terms of like a marketing component is to say that you know I my work involves the course.
0: Yeah. I think you could say, so you've studied the Bible. What What are the other wisdom traditions?
1: Um, so I have done, well, I was trying to figure out, like I did a, some Islam. I've done some Buddhism. I've um, we've covered some new age things. And uh, so that's why I was trying to find a way to, include all those without having to list them, but I'm most familiar with Christianity.
0: Were you raised, you were raised a Christian. I know you were, right? Yes. yes. Um, so you might say something like, um, uh, having been raised as a Christian and studied... Uh, World religions. Uh, I'm very grateful for the depth of, or the the you could characterize it however you would characterize it. Uh, the wonderfulness of a course of miracles. And I've been a student of the course for, you could say, however long you've been a student of the course, though you don't need to. Um, you could, you know, because someone who's been a course student for 10 years, that might be a great thing to put in your bio. I can tell you all for myself, I started studying the course in 2000. I believe it was and um, I didn't start telling people and then I and I started teaching the course the first year that I did the lesson 2007 that's when I started teaching because I started my study group I wanted to talk about it with people and it made sense to me so I was teaching it even though I was really just doing what I'm doing now, which is sharing my understanding of it uh, and my practice of it. And other people were interested in having that conversation with me. Uh, but I, I really kind of, I could say hid how new I was to the course until like two years later. Then I started to tell people I've been studying the course for a decade. Because I knew that there would be people who would be saying, well, oh, you can't teach me anything about the course. I spoke to the for three years. I <laughs> can't for 20 people. Are you kidding me? And I just, I didn't need to tell anybody. Nobody was asking me. So um, I don't think it's necessary. You know, look, people are going to be reading this with their ego as well as their intuition. So it's about, again, what what will trigger an ego reaction and what will help them just feel comfortable saying, oh, this is someone we have things of common. So uh, you could say authentically, Araba, you could find the words to express it yourself as something... Um, Having used the teachings of A Course in Miracles to heal my own experiences of illness has taught me the power of the mind to heal the physical body and the emotional body. And that's what I would like to support others with. they too can have powerful lasting miraculous healing i mean you know in your own words but something like that another important thing for you so you're i've heard you talk about your work as a an academic what what did you take that work experience that's helpful to you now as a spiritual counselor?
1: I think one of the things that I I bring is that I have a a real love of learning Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm open to learning and continuing to expand and I think that's why a lot of people go to academics or stay in academics is that there's sort of a vibrancy to interacting with different kind of people that continues to help you to grow and expand.
0: Well, yes, and I I I would guess that more people would think of someone who is an academic and a researcher would that 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 would be more intellectual and ego identified as a profession rather than you know let's say someone who's a, a Peace Corps worker.
1: Yeah, I guess what, um, you know, to not, I didn't want it to have credentials, like, uh, oh, I have this credential, that credential. So there was a way to say that I was, you know, a professional in a high stressful job and what would perceive to be, you know, this great, marvelous, wonderful thing. Um, But, you know, it was, it really wasn't. In terms of the spiritual qualities and things, and and then there's a piece that I feel like sometimes people in a course um, communities that there's this like that you're either identified as an intellectual, and then there's the practical being using of the course, but that you can't really have that most people aren't married to like I'm really interested in learning, and I'm interested in actually doing, that it feels like it's still one or the other. And I think what I would like to transmit is that, yeah, I'm super interested in the learning of it too, but I get it that we have to marry that with the practical. Uh
0: Uh-huh. And my sense is that when people are looking for a counselor, they're looking for someone who can understand them, that they can relate to. And they're also looking for someone who has expertise, uh, who's really going to be able to see through their BS and uh, understand where they're coming from. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Not, uh, everybody... Always do your own thing. You don't always make your own decisions, uh, obviously. Uh, but you could experiment with writing something like um, having been an academic physician researcher uh, for many years and Pursuing intellectual endeavors, I know what it is to be highly identified with the ego and the intellect and to feel it's not enough. I'm so grateful for this adventure of the heart or I'm so grateful to now be able to use my intellect to serve my heart or some something that indicates that you ha- have compassion you have understanding you have wisdom gained from Having been ego identified to moving to a heart identification, and being able to really uh, make that transfer, because that's what a lot of people are looking to do. They're looking to go. they they know they're living from the intellect. Uh, I talk with many people who, literally, they feel dead inside. They feel dead inside. They, over the years, I've talked with many people who. Feel they, they they can't get in touch with their feelings. They don't feel their heart. They have no connection to their intuition. So they think, and so that that making that switch into a life from the heart, um, having been very intellectual. So that that's something that people are looking for help with. So you could just play around with something about that. Another thing you can do, Aravah, is um, so you can break down each of the things that you've experienced and turn it into what are you offering? Mm -hmm. So you can say um, raising two young children, I've learned so much about applying spiritual principles as a parent and watching our relationships improve and my parenting skills increase. Something like that, that there are people who are looking for that. Um, yeah, and like this is certainly true. My wide range of life experiences enables me to hold a compassionate space for anyone with a desire and willingness to do the work of healing any aspect of their lives. I would consider, I would invite you to consider reframing that to something like Knowing how challenging it can be to struggle with chronic illness uh, or how, whatever thing, one or two things that you'd like to talk about that, um, it is my joy to support others who are ready and willing to do this inner healing work or something like that mm-hmm. that because then you're you're still saying like uh, that you have the capacity to be compassionate and hold a loving space, but you're also adding to it that. My experiences brought me this. And that—that that is what you're saying, my wide range of life experiences. But I think if you make it a little more personal, you know, my own struggles with and conquering of or uh, my own spiritual growth through healing, chronic this, that, have... or it enable me or not it no to, to say something like my experiences and I would that's where I would delineate them a little bit right there have enabled me to understand how to support people who are going through similar challenges. Uh yeah, no, that's not quite it. it. It would be something like, having been through these challenges, it is my joy to support people in working step by step to transform these challenges in their life. Um, like, I, I love what Lori said here. Uh where she said, believe me when I say, if I can transform my life, anyone can. It would be my honor to support me in any way that I can. Um, it's, it's really beautiful when someone, and you you folks hear me say it all the time. I, I never imagined I could transform these things. And having learned how, uh, it is now my joy to share with others that they can also transform their life. You know, because think of, think of the folks that you have been counseling. And I see we're running out of time here. Think of the folks that you have been counseling and how they feel. Do they feel helpless and hopeless? Do they feel in a dark place? And isn't it wonderful to be able to sit with them with so much love and compassion and be able to say really, truly, uh, I understand what you're going through and I am so blessed to uh, be able to walk with you on this journey and you know, um not as much as I used to, but I still do from uh, time to time. I, I was talking with someone not that long ago where they were really like, I'm drowning. I'm absolutely drowning. And I could say, I get it. I'm holding out my hand to you. I'm not going to let go. I am not going to let go. I am here for you. I'm truly, truly here for you. And because I meant it, they knew I meant it. And therapists don't really say things like that. But a Mm -hmm. spiritual counselor can. And, you know, a spiritual counselor can say, "I, I have been through something similar to what you're going through now. I know you will get through it. I know you can get through it. I know the steps to help you through it and I am here to help you. And so to put something like that in, in your words that gives people confidence. And I understand when all of you, when you wrote these, you didn't have that confidence and you may not still have that confidence. And that's okay, but if that's your intention, put it in there. Do you want to share anything, Kel?
2: Um, actually, I, I was thinking of a comment from what you just said, because um, you said it that, you know, therapists won't self-disclose or they won't um, – uh, you know, say I'm holding your hand and things like that. And it's interesting because it, since I became a spiritual counselor, I do both of those things all the time. Mm. And before that, mm. I was, I was, I did not do those things. Um, and I was encouraged not to within my profession uh, or do it very, very minimally. And I just think that it's, um, really unfortunate that that therapists feel that they can't do that because I know that disclosing my own experiences has sometimes been the most helpful thing I have done with people. Um, Yeah. So I can't speak highly enough for it. And, and just making sure when I do it, I'm not speaking from ego or I'm not going on and on and, and making it about me. Right. Um, I, I try to be very aware of that. Right. Um, it's, I think it's just so beneficial. That's what people need to hear.
0: Yes. Yeah, you're so right about that. I, I, I know, uh, particularly when I lived in L.A. and people would come and sit on my sofa, um, there were certain clients that would come and they would say, did you ever feel this way? What did you do? How, how was it for you? They, 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 there's so many who want to know they're not crazy, they're not insane, that it's survivable, and knowing that you went through something that was as hard or in the neighborhood gives them courage and confidence. And that's why every time I do a forgiveness retreat, or really almost any kind of a retreat, on the first day, and definitely the second day, people will come up to me and say, oh my God, oh my God, I thought I was the only one. No, really, I thought I was the only one, for sure. You know, and I think of Regina Dawn Akers telling me, uh, when we first started talking, she said, uh, Jennifer, I really, really thought I was the worst person in the world. Like, I really thought it. Like, I didn't just think, I'm one of the worst people in the world. She thought, I am the worst person in the world. And if you know Regina, like, that is the craziest thing you can ever imagine. You know, but she used to scream at her daughter. She used to scream at her daughter. She used to lose her temper so bad she would scream at her daughter. Which, you know, is completely understandable. And then you feel so guilty afterwards. But... So that's the thing: is to help people work through that sense of "I'm I'm just especially bad," that that whole ego uh, special badness thing. So, what I would encourage you to do is to, you know, tweak, rewrite, try. You know, try just bold different attempts. Just take everything and put it aside. Just work on one concept in, uh, the, the, the bio, uh, in t- terms of like for you, Arba, to say, um, just the part about your own experience with illness. You know, just, instead of thinking about it in terms of a whole, break it down into little parts and see if you can come up with how to say perfectly that one thing. And then it may not work if you put it with the other pieces. But just play around with it. Experiment with it. Be willing to and and to connect with each other and see what you think. Talk about it, bring them to your community calls and talk about them. Yeah. I have one more question then I'm gonna close this out. Arba, you had said, um, I think it was last month, that you weren't getting referrals. And um, I asked you if you were energizing it and praying about it. And I wondered if you started that practice, if it made any difference. I,
1: I've made some inroads in that. And... Some clients that I've had before have come back to me and we're doing some deeper work. So I'm excited about that. And before this call, and early on in the call, too, when you were, I remembered a former, uh, another call we had where you were talking about, you know, the the client that you're trying to draw in. And so I think I'm still formulating what that is uh, for me, but I have confidence that once I do that that spirit will send
0: it to me. yeah it's really valuable to have that idea of that, that uh, ideal client. Yeah. my ideal you, you folks are my ideal clients. You're, you're people who are willing to do the work. you are willing to have humility. you're willing to be honest and truthful with yourself and others and your leaders, your teachers, uh, your, that that's my ideal client, someone who's really willing to go on that journey and then really answer the call to be a leader, to be a teacher, to be a counselor, someone who is going to help many other people. That's my ideal client. I don't love them anymore. I don't love you anymore than everybody else, but that is... I would rather help the people who are going to help the people. Just because it seems more effective. <laughs> so just a numbers game for me. <laughs> How many people can I help? Ah, <laughs> uh, Well, all right. So we can talk about this more next time, but I do encourage you to talk about them in your community calls and keep, keep working on it. Oh, and um, the websites. So Lana had her website built. If anybody else would like to start working on their website, uh, we'd love to get that started for you. Uh, Now's a great time. So we have that whole template. I I actually just posted in the chat the link to Lana's website if people would like to click on it and check it out. And I did make a recommendation to Lana that I saw her site recently. I don't think she changed it. But one of the recommendations I made to her was to, um, and I'll just share her site here real quick, and then we'll we'll go. Um, I know also, Jennifer, I just wanted to share with everyone that when I had my website built initially, like probably – eight years ago or something, it was, it was like $1,500 then. And our oh, yeah. websites through the ministry are like not even half that. No, they're like $500. Five or $600. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see the different things that um are here. And, um, oh, um, and she got to pick the colors, she got to pick the images, and so she did this. She's got a testimonial there from Catherine. She can have more testimonials. She's got how to book a session here. Um, and you uh, can give her a donation if they're doing the, um, she's certified now, but she can still accept donations. So there are the different aspects. One of the things I suggested to her is um, I would like to see her put a picture up here, above the fold, as we say. And um, this is a great picture of her and um, her husband. And um, but I, he's not part of the counseling, so I recommended to her that she take him off the site, uh, at least here. Uh, but she'd still have a picture of her family or things like that. That's always great to um, get, up, get to know somebody. And uh, here's another testimonial. So she's got a testimonial slider. Uh, uh, you can see. So and that's always a great thing to do to have testimonials. You could also, if you really wanted to, you could put this up here at the top. Uh, but I, I would suggest that you put yourself up higher yeah, because that's, that's really the thing is you to, you're, 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 promoting your skills, your talents, and your relationship with you. All right. So let us pray. We are grateful, we are thankful to pray today. We are grateful and thankful to open ourselves to our clients, to the higher Holy Spirit, to the loving possibilities in our life. We are calling for opportunity and abundance. We are opening ourselves to divine wisdom flowing through us and being a light in this world. We are grateful to open ourselves to receiving all the support that there is for us. And we are grateful to share that support with others in ways that are tangible and life-changing. In gratitude for our loving service, in gratitude for the opportunities we have to be of service, in gratitude for all the gifts of God that are given to us, we share the benefits with everyone. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Beautiful. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now.